back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. Angry Spouses. Mm. Now, <laughs> you, you, you had a... You, you had an interesting reaction just now to that. <laughs> Listen, no, look it. No matter who your sp- and, and we just don't mean spouses. I mean, you know, your your significant other, right? Mm-hmm. We yep. know that all of us have a tendency to push each other's buttons, right? And and and, sure. and if, if things happen where that those buttons are pushed, and then the person it becomes angry, right? And 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 in an angry, you know, in a in a playful sort of way, you know, I have learned through. Uh, almost almost twenty years of marriage, mm-hmm. that uh, and thirty years of knowing knowing my my wife, mm-hmm. I, I I should not I should never discuss her anger, right? <laughs> like I, should I was thinking t- about what my wife's triggers are, and I'm like, and I'm not going to say them on. Oh no! Oh no! No, I won't say that either because I was like, oh that that would that would be a thing that uh, would make her angry, right? But but you also make her angry. But when you've made her angry, mm-hmm. you don't you don't discuss. You know, I would never suggest. You know, you need to work on that, right? Like I would, I mean, like, hey, you're a little too angry. Why, why are you doing that? Maybe you should breathe, right? Like, no, no, because I like my life. I, I would like to continue doing it for a while. Yeah. I mean, that's not something you say to anybody, especially no. your significant other. No, like, and they say maybe uh, saying something like this is a sign of a doomed relationship. Yeah. <laughs> No, you should be able to say anything you want to your significant yeah, other, right? I mean, like, no, there's nothing off limits. Of course you'd have that conversation. I just bring this up because, again, we're continuing what we talked about in the last minute. This wonderful turn of events mm-hmm. for our, our relationship here in our in our antagonists of the movie. Pro, yeah. The protagonists of the movie. Did I get that That's right? right? Yes. Yeah. That, that I just think it's adorable. I just mm-hmm. totally love yeah, this. No, I we're, love... We're, we're still in the realm of light comedy here in uh, yes. minute 74 of The Incredible Hulk, directed by Louis Leterrier from all the way back in 2008. Uh, so we're, we've just finished the cab ride from hell. And and she's just flipped out at him. Yeah. She's like and, really just laid into this cab driver. Uh, when, when I watched this minute, I I thought I heard what I thought I heard, and I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. And I listened yep. to it to 10 more times <laughs> to make sure that I heard what I heard. I went back through and I turned on the subtitles. You have subtitles. Mm-hmm. Did I hear what I heard? I thought I heard. I believe you heard what you heard. What did I hear? <laughs> so the cab driver says, what's the matter, baby? You don't like a good ride? This is what? Like, <laughs> okay. Has this ever worked for you, sir? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, like is this really the time that you think a pickup line should be like, Oh, you know, let me hop back in the cab. Okay, now I have to say, I was really, <laughs> and look, not like... Well delivered, I mean, it was a very sleazeball line, delivered in a very sleazeball way, so kudos. Oh, no, perfect, perfectly delivered for what you're yeah. trying to do with that character. And let's just say, let's not pretend like there won't be further uh, uh, sort of uh, journeys into some questionably explicit suggestions later on in other Marvel movies. <laughs> Because there will be yeah. Star Lord, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> let's just say I was kind of I was just like, huh. But the best yeah. part of this is, and I mean, I'm not even I'm not even I think it's a funny line that mm-hmm. is again, like you said, it's well delivered. Liv Tyler's reaction yeah. is priceless. Yes, 
because I think this is our, our first hit. We 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 get to hear her drop an A bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not 100% sure we can say on this show without oh. getting slapped with a with a you know explicit rating. Yes, and I would just I would just go bleep. Yeah. It's well, I think we can say she's she calls him an a-hole. A-hole. That's you can do. That Which was I believe tra- Star-Lord has also said. Yes, but a-holes. I, I, a-hole. But I, I, don't, I don't think we actually can say the real thing or else we uh, get fun. And there are certain parts of the, the world with this podcast would not be able to play in. So yeah, we'll just exactly. say she calls him an a-hole and really loudly and just screams at him as he goes. Uh, I, I just like uh, the, the camera move they do here. They do this, this really simple, stupid gag where instead of having him drive off after he says it, they just slide the camera really fast to one side as he, he like makes the motion like he's driving <laughs> it's just like it's like so it's it's simple it's all you really need and then they cut to the the cab actually driving away but like literally they just like he's just sitting there and then goes like he hit the gas and then like the, hit, the like camera operator it. just jumps to the left so it looks like the cab is pulled away from where the camera is sitting. it's 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 so simple so dumb and yet so effective you know, it's it's very funny. Nice little, I th- again, nice little moment for the character for 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 Betty that you we haven't seen this. This is this is kind of a new space for her. Yeah. And then we have just I think what is an adorable conversation between her, between her yeah. and Bruce. Right. She drops the a bomb. He's back in his Marvel disguise too, which we, we didn't. I don't think we mentioned before, oh. but he's like got his nondescript cap on. So he's right. um, lavender. He says, lavender color. Right. Right, and so like in a very zen, mellow way, he says, you know, I know a few techniques that could help you manage that anger very effectively, and it's like, this is not what she needs to hear right now. And so she goes, you, zip it, which I think is an homage to another movie. Oh, wait, let me think. All right, zip it. Can't even zip it. Zip. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, zip it A. Look, I'm zippy longstocking. That was from 1999's Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Zippy Longstockings is is really, <laughs> that's what makes that. That's pretty uh, awesome. My, my favorite in that, as if we had let the bit go on even longer, was um, when a problem comes along, you must zip it. <laughs> zip it good. <laughs> zip it good. <laughs> I had a, I cut it the 6.9 second mark. So, you know, I, I did yeah, a little of course. trickery there. Yeah. Uh, right. No, it's really funny. But, yeah, I know what it is. I mean, yeah. uh, it's just, and then I love how she leaves frame. And he's just standing there, like, kind of looks down a little bit like, oh, boy, I'm really not good at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she says, you zip it, we're walking. And then she turns and, and uh, walks away. So they get dropped off uh, at, we don't actually know where in New York, but I can tell you where they were in Toronto. Because they were dropped off in Yonge Street between King and Wellington. So this is literally uh, like a block away from the previous scene. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they probably just like they picked up their stuff, walked around the corner, set the stuff down, yeah. and off they went. Yeah. Uh, it, it, other things that have shot near here, uh, Orphan Black again. Orphan Black shot a lot of stuff around Toronto. Uh, Jumper, oh. starring Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Uh, and going way back, Videodrome. Videodrome. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Well, I, even for me. That's a, that is a lost, oh, that's a lost sci-fi classic from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just looked at the t- I looked at the uh the Once cover. You see it, yeah, you know, now I know yep. what it is now. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Right. Yeah, so all in this same area. They were they were all filmed. So then they they begin apparently walking to uh Greyburn University. Uh so we get more stock footage. Now this is a really <laughs> great aerial shot of New York City. Yeah. Again, if you're a fan, I mean, here's the two things I would just point out about it. Again, establishing mm-hmm. Empire State Building, very clear. Sure. You can kind reminding of reminding people that we're in New York. Right. 
because it's important they remember and and you got to see a lot of brownstones a lot of like the typical stuff chrysler buildings near the background the one the one thing that i always love seeing is if you look sort of a little bit off left to the center of the screen you see Mm -hmm. what looks like a weird cylindrical building that's madison square garden which if you've ever been a if you're sports fan or concert fan or anything you've ever attended there that you know that you know what that is uh right off the bat um the only other thing to notice about this is and we've talked about the age of of stock uh footage of different Uh landscapes new york city looks nothing like this today (laughs) it i mean not just and i'm not just talking about the freedom tower because i don't think the freedom tower would be in the shot there is a tremendous number of super skinny super high skyscrapers all around Central Park now. Oh, really? That I mean, you would. It, it's it's com- the, the skyline of New York City is completely transformed, huh. just like it's been transformed many times throughout its history. You, I mean, you would com- if you com- looked at it today compared to the shot, you almost wouldn't think it was the same city, minus the Empire State Building. So okay. anyway, but I just like that nice nice footage. Yeah, nice. It, again, oh, sure. it makes you reminds reminds you where you're yeah, at. It keeps, you- and you know, they keep changing the skyline, so it keeps the stock footage people in business. So we have them uh, up here at the steps of Greyburn University. And so you were talking about before how they had just moved down the street. Well, we've come full circle, Rob, because we're back at the University of Toronto. What? This is a convocation <laughs> hall. Back so like they're actually back at Culver University, except now it's Greyburn University. They just like uh, have moved a couple buildings away, and they're and they didn't have to make any crazy banners or anything no. talking about centennials or anniversaries or no, anything. No, they just like got that. this nice this one shot. The, they're going up yeah. the these nice great because you know a university is a university, right? Stony buildings, right? So Easy. Uh, as as there, we see a bunch of people walking out. We see a guy with a very ill fitting suit. I don't know what that story is. Um, yeah, that's weird. But then uh, and there, a person goes running out with a t-shirt, and we find out that the Greyburns mascot are the Wildcats. What? So it's very interesting because that that sets up another possible crossover that nobody's even talked about because. Who's to say? Who's to say? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> that high school musical it doesn't take place in the same universe as The Incredible Hulk. No one has disproven it. All of these characters, they all are in this together. They all are in this together. And, you know, if only side Bruce could get his head in the game. <laughs> <laughs> if he could just get a, get a, get a, get his head in the game. Oh, God, no. What do we all have children? Nobody, don't judge us. The first one is fine. The third one, it's a disaster by then. There's a third one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. The theatrical one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. no, 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 no. Yeah. Cold so, shirt. um, so we see a character. He's got a wildcat mm-hmm. shirt on, and interestingly, yep. his shirt and his sweater are blue. Blue. Hmm. Not green at all. So, I wonder if this could be. Could it be? Could this be the mysterious Mister Blue? <laughs> they, if there was a hammer to hit you over the head with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Like, hey everybody. So yeah. So uh, here we see Tim Blake Nelson. Now Tim, we're going to talk more about uh, specifically about Tim Blake Nelson um, in our next minute because he has a, he is much more has the floor uh, in minute seventy five. Uh, so we're going to uh, save that time to talk more about him. Uh, but in the in the meantime, Betty introduces herself, and what was really cool is he knows who she is. Yeah. Like as soon as she walks up and, and says like, she starts doing her introductions and he's like, Oh my God. Like he like totally gets like, he, he actually knows who you're like, she's like science famous. I thought that was really cool that it was like, Oh, it wasn't just like, hi, I'm the girls can introduce you to this guy and then step aside. Like, it's like, no, she's kind of a rock star to him. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That was neat. Yeah. She is there actually to make an introduction. And so she introduces a 
nondescript gentleman. And he says, it's Mr. Blue, isn't it? And it takes a second and he goes, Mr. Green? Like, <laughs> it's such a such a great reaction. Like, I'm, I'm trying to put off my Tim Blake Nelson love until later. But, like, he sells both of these moments so well. Oh, yeah. Well, and, yeah, and, and it actually so hits the whole... Well, it, it you know, it, it kind of speaks to Bruce's character of he wants to be that indescript guy, right? Like, he wants to be mm-hmm. that. At the same time, it's also, right. you know, a little bit of judgy of like, wait, you're the guy who's got the off-the-chart gamma radiation waves? <laughs> you're not what <laughs> I was you're expecting. Not? You're scrawnier yeah. than I am. What is the deal with that? So... Yeah, so when they when they when they cut here to the next scene, like apparently a lot has happened right. because they have they have apparently filled him in on, like okay, I'm actually Doctor Bruce Banner and I turn into the Hulk and it's a gamma thing and because like they they're already sort of in the middle of the conversation and this is like a, a very common technique in writing is basically cut into get into the scene as late as you possibly can so beyond just the bona fides of like let me tell you a story so i had this uh program about unlocking the potential of the human body and i wanted to well you know, but they basically just cut right to like all right let's talk about let's talk about what we want to talk though about. surprisingly in this movie right now you would think we would be talking about 17 minutes of deleted scenes but we're not <laughs> there are yeah we're there's not. no deleted scenes that we're aware of that fills any of this in this this is a technique in terms of the storytelling so Mr. Blue says, uh, we know Samuel Stearns, Mr. Blue, uh, says, a person with that much power lurking in him. Nothing could have surprised me more than this unassuming man shaking my hand. But look, we're not... And that's where the minute ends. Oh! We don't know what that, where that sentence was going. We're not what, Dr. Samuel Stearns? Wow, see, I wanted to go in a whole different direction. Like, is he, is he this unassuming man shaking my hand? Hey, Betty, are you interested in some pizza tonight? Like, you know. <laughs> How about an even more unassuming man? Yeah. You've gone green. <laughs> Want to go blue? There we go. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it, it's interesting how it sets up. I mean, he's got the traditional crazy professor office. It's just mounds yes. of paper and books and chalkboards and all this other stuff. So we kind of immediately, now that we finally have met Mr. Blue, it does kind of give us this sort of beginning idea of who he is. I bet in the mm-hmm. next minute we'll learn a lot more about what motivates him. Oh, I yeah. think so. And you'll have to tune back in to find that. And we get, as we hit another anniversary episode, minute 75. 75. It's going to be a big yeah. one. In the meantime, if you like what we're doing here, we have a Patreon. Yeah, just like all the best shows out there. We're up there with them, too. We always uh, love our Patreon people, the one that are benefits of the people on Patreon who have to suffer through hearing ads for Patreon, even though there are Patreons already, is they get to hear this stuff a week early. So if you are if you cannot wait, if you want to be on the cutting edge, if you want to be first to find out what we think about the Minutes of the Hulk, join our Patreon at nextreel.com slash Patreon. Join us next time for Minute 75. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, my God.